Hey guys, how are we all doing today? I hope everyone's staying healthy during this continued COVID-19 pandemic or what have you. Um, today I want to talk about science and studies in particular. Why is it that scientists disagree on things? It's a hot topic right now because even with the coronavirus, you have people that don't believe that there's even a virus or don't believe that it's spreadable or don't believe the science. You have vaxxers, anti-vaxxers, all these debate. So obviously I'm not a scientist and I don't know anything about viruses like that. But if we tie it back into things like our fitness or our nutrition, what can we learn? What can we learn, sorry, about studies and about science and why is it that everything doesn't just agree? Why can't it be simple? Tell us this is good for you and this is bad for you. You see studies every day that seem to contradict each other. So let's dig right in and, and talk about just why that is. So for some, science can be a fascinating subject, and for some, it can be totally boring. Obviously, I'm not a scientist, and I don't know everything, but I, lo- I like to learn, and I like to know the whys of things. I don't like to just necessarily believe something just because someone told me. So I want to talk about a little bit, why do we get contradicting reports, and why isn't it so crystal clear or cookie-cutter clear of what's good for us, what's bad for us? You see nutrition studies all the time that are in relation to anything like, is sugar addiction real? Are carbs good for us or bad for us? And you get really specific because there's hundreds of tests and studies going on all the time. Um, Is it better to have protein after your workouts or carbs after your workouts? What's the effect of caffeine on workouts? You can get so specific in how this is going to relate to your workouts, obviously how it's related to weight loss. So if you're trying to lose weight, and you're getting bombarded with all these different reports and all these different studies. Sugar is good for you if it's from a fruit. No, sugar in fruit is actually the same as processed sugars found in baked goods. All this stuff, how do you know what to believe? If you, like me, are curious and not just want to trust what someone told you, you can get the information out there. There, Everything's published, everything's available, and obviously you want to be able to trust your sources, but... If you see in ads or on TV or on Instagram different scientists disagreeing on something that you're trying to find out about, well, let's take a look at them and try to figure out why exactly they may disagree. Let's talk about it. Break down your two scientists that you're looking at. What's actually interesting is just by looking at what they study, you're going to already have a clue on who you should really be leaning into. What's fascinating when I kind of was looking more into this and researching this, a lot of the simple signs is looking at if they're an MD or a PhD because what I was surprised to actually learn is that some MDs, medical doctors, um, don't even have to study nutrition at all. Sometimes they literally don't have to ever study it. So obviously they know the body, they know how the body works, they know more than you and I probably about the body, right? But if they've never studied nutrition, should you trust them just as much as someone who has a PhD in nutrition or nutrition science or something like that, I would definitely go with the latter. So just by looking at those two, that's already going to point you in a good direction, right? And what about all these studies? You can't go by independent studies. Obviously, we don't just want to trust something just by one study. Um, Unfortunately, a lot of it is political or financial. You look at something or someone that says, look, the study showed that this worked. But who exactly paid for the study? And a lot of the times you find it's tracing back to the company. Something benefits it somehow. It it gets a little shady, but 
sure you won't be surprised to hear that that does happen. So we obviously want something that has multiple studies, right? That different situations point to the same thing. Um, even small-term studies, so you see like long-term and small-term studies, right? Even these small-term, short-term studies still have to be like one to two years. So you want a topic that's been studied in different labels, different groups, um, for it to really be able to be deemed conclusive. You got to be careful when you see keywords, like listen for things like might. The simple word might can change everything because these are not regulated with words like might. You could say anything. Uh, it has been shown in our study that having an extra cup of coffee by 10 a.m. might boost your metabolism and help weight loss. That sentence alone can then help this coffee company say, guess what? Our coffee makes you lose weight. So you can't just trust that. Obviously, we need to look for these keywords, take a look. Okay, how many studies have been done on caffeine and it boosting metabolism? Let's compare the studies and so on and so forth. Not saying you have to do a deep dive into heavy research on anything you eat and stuff, but it's good to be informed and it's good to know exactly just why these things can differ so strongly. Another thing that's important that um, is good to look at a simple thing, was this tested on animals or was it tested on humans? And somewhere online, you can find it because everything has to be published, just what animals, if it was tested on animals, or what it was. Because you really only would want to trust um, animal testing that was rats or mice. They are the only ones that really can closely pr prove as right to humans. Um, especially if it's anything like glucose and protein metabolism, they tend to use rats or mice as opposed to you or I. So it's kind of funny to think about if you are reading that coffee and how it affects your metabolism, it's likely being tested on rats, not just humans. Obviously, there are some of both, but I'd probably rather get the information from a group of people that drank the coffee, not the mice, right? Um, so the you're going to see the higher number studies, and those longer-term studies are almost always animal studies, right? Not humans. When you see low subject numbers in those short-term ones, that's more likely when it's going to be a human study. But you can find that all online anyway. Um, you don't have to be scared of this information. I'm not at all saying don't trust science. I think science is really cool. I just think we have to know and we have to be informed. You can't just trust any information. We are in the information age and everything right now in our world as it is is so divided. You can't, you can't take it all in when you're getting bombarded on Instagram. By the time you scroll down for two minutes, you've already gotten three different opinions from different fitness influencers, right? On what's the best path to lose weight. At the end of the day, your best test subject, your best case study is you. You have to experiment. You got to see what's going to work for your body. And you have to look at people who have been through it. If you want to lose weight, well, hey, how about talk to someone that's lost weight and see what works for them. If it sounds crazy, maybe ask for some information or some evidence of why they think it should work for them. You know, don't be afraid to ask people. If, I, if you're talking to me and coming to me for weight loss, I wouldn't be offended if you said, hey, but hey, why exactly should I do that? I'll tell you. I'll give you the reasons why I, why it works for me, you know? And what works for me may not work for you. So you got to be flexible. You got to try it out on yourself. And you got to trust yourself. Hey, if you want to learn how to trust yourself, check out my friend Vicki Baird's podcast, Intuition, Your First Sense. I love her. I love that podcast. And you're going to love it too. But for now, it's just something for you to think about today. Um, I'm going to be throwing a lot more podcasts at you. So thanks for your patience. I know I haven't done a lot of them this year with everything going on. I've been focusing my energy on other things, but I do have a lot of exciting things in the work for ReeseFit Foods. Um, you can always find me online. Reach out to me, ReeseFitFoods.com. 
R-E-I-S Fit Foods. I'm at Reese Fit Foods on both Instagram and Facebook. Reach out, say hi, ask me for help. I'm happy to talk, happy to chit-chat. You know where I am. I will see you guys soon. Stay strong, stay healthy, eat a good meal tonight, and have a good one, guys. See you next time.